So I made a little error. So for the first bit of this podcast, it is just audio only. I did not check the phone to see if it was recording the video. Holy Spirit told me and I still did not check thinking that I pressed the record button only to my surprise to find out that the screen, the screen was black when I when I checked on it. So for the first fourth of it, it is just an audio podcast, but I guarantee you for majority of the video where the meat and the bones is as well, at least as far as I can remember, is where the video podcast is at for those who are watching. And for those who are listening, I want to say I love you guys. Thank you so much. Um, so whether you're listening on the clock or sitting on the couch, enjoy the podcast open your ears be ready to listen there's a lot in this one there is a lot in this one grab your pencils and papers man a spirit be speaking all right enjoy dang i blew it i blew it already bro i blew it it's not I was finna say the old one. I was finna say, welcome to the Word of Reason podcast where you're being reasoned to your life only through the Word of God. Anyways, welcome to the Word of Reason podcast where I present where you can find reason in your life, but it's only through the Word of God. So, welcome, welcome. I, I, you know, for those who are watching, I know you see the the purchase. You know, cost of production is getting high these days, you know what I'm saying? I gotta put forth my, why did it blink like that? Stop, bro. Move. Bro, this thing been fighting me. I've been trying to do setup for this thing for like the little, for like the longest, bro. Next up, I got to cop me a light, bro, because searching up white on Google and then like trying to get this like nice contrast of the light on the side with the light on the right, it is not cutting it, bro. It is not cutting it. And so I'm sorry if these sounds are sounding a little bit quiet, bro, but I'm making sure I'm not blowing up people's ears and speakers in their car if they listen in. So anyways, welcome back, man. Thank you all so much. For listening um for the people who be listening every time i drop it's just kind of like it's still kind of like it's it's just like yeah, i'm catching up to it man I'm, I'm really trying to get used to the fact like you know people are listening people are listening and it's steady too it's steady uh so i want to say thank you guys so much anyways if you need to reach me my social is pod dot word of reason it, again it is pod dot word of reason or you can just search up Word of Reason on Instagram. And you can search up Word of Reason on TikTok. You can find me on the socials, bro. Um, if you want to reach out to me, you can text me in the DMs. The Instagram DMs are always open. And a Gmail Instagram. I, I meant the Gmail is actually open, too. Uh, I really hope I'm recording. I'm pretty sure I'm recording. If I'm not recording, bro, this is going to be an audio-only podcast, bro. Because I've been doing setup for the past 20 minutes. And I am tired of picking up this phone back and forth. We just going to hop right into it. All right. So... <clears throat> Oh, I do want to give you guys an update. In the last podcast, I had a very vulnerable podcast. The podcast was dealing with the topic of forgiving myself for what I had done. So I'm not going to lie. I recorded that video about like two weeks ago, bro. I am not going to lie. It, Bro, so much has happened since that point in time. Uh... In that podcast, for those who are listening to this one that didn't at least go and watch it, I'm not telling you to listen to the whole thing, even though it would be probably enlightening for you if you happen to need that information for yourself. If you're learning to deal with forgiving yourself or accepting the forgiveness of God, please go watch that podcast. Anyways, if you go back and watch that podcast, at the very end, you'll see where we got hit with a very bad storm. Like, it was pushing a tornado. 
Like it, it started knocking the power off, and it was all towards the very end of the stream. If you go to the last five to no, 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 like the last eight minutes of the podcast, you will start to see when it got bad. And so, when I mean bad, I'm talking about telephone poles ripped in half. I'm talking about trees ripped in half. I'm talking about like the city was in repair mode for like a week and a half. Power was going out probably like five days ago still, and so it, it it's been a it's been a little bit of time, but in that I was talking about how when I was 17, I was, I did a friends with benefits thing with someone who was younger than me. And I was, it was brought to my remembrance for, I feel like a plethora of reasons, but for the main reason, um, is to learn how to address my hands are probably ashy. So please leave me alone, but no, they are ashy. Not probably they are, but the main point was to address the fact that people need to learn how to forgive themselves and people, including me, I'm not saying that excluded from the bunch. So when I was talking about that and, you know, opening up about that at that point in time, I was still scared to death, bro. I'm not going to lie. I thought the bent, the enemy tried to put any and everything to stop me from letting that information get out. <clears throat> but to bottle it up, but ooh, let me tell y'all, if I haven't referenced this enough in Luke chapter 12, verses like one through five or six, what is kept in the darkness will be brought to light. So when the enemy tries to tell you to bottle some stuff down, bro, that is not, if you ever get the thought to keep some stuff secret to yourself that you know that you need to talk about, that's what I'm talking about. Because some things you do need to keep secret. Some things you do need to keep hidden. Some I mean, not secret or hidden, but some things you don't always need to tell everybody. That's the main point. But adding on to that point, you still need to talk to people about the things that you know you need help with. That is another point that I want to talk about, is that keeping stuff bottled up and suppressing your secrets so that no one can find out because the enemy will try and tell you like people will think of you different you're going to get canceled you're going to get blocked you're going to get shunned your family doesn't want to talk to you and this that, and the other and maybe some of, some of those things are true maybe you don't need to tell your mother or your father because they will neglect you or da 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 and blah 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 blah, blah. but i don't want to say all that because it's it's very it's very dependent on the circumstance that you're going through and where you should tell certain people certain things about yourself and what you're going through because you don't want to disclose all your information out there and the person that you just disclosed your in, uh, information to out there is blinded completely and being influenced by the enemy and is now going to utilize that to destroy you. You don't believe me? Look at Joseph. Look at the story of Joseph. When you talk to the people that you're not supposed to talk to and the information that God gives you, you tell everybody else, it could come back to hurt you. And he was using that in that podcast as well for me. But that was not the case. So I say all that to say with the update after posting that podcast, it was recorded many weeks ago, but I'm pretty sure a week after recording that episode, God had dropped a little nugget to me and the idea of going to the people that. I did this stuff too. I go and apologize to them. And I was like, Lord, I do not want to ignite a fire that does not need to be lit. Please do not. Nope. So I got up in that closet. And that's another thing. Ooh, I, I could. I see why. 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 I see why now. You just go on a tangent. You just keep going, bro. All right. So when 
Ooh, and this. Oh, my gosh. Thank you, Jesus. So let me just get one thought out at a time <laughs> because you are helping me so much. Thank you, Holy Spirit. When a decision needs to be made, do not react harshly and do not do rushed decisions, but instead rush to your prayer closet, rush to uh, to go and counsel it over with the Lord, rush to go and ask him for what he thinks that we should do. We, including me and him. What What's the dealio? What's the situation? What's happening? And I just read about that. Let me pick up this word. Because, ooh, y'all finna get fed today. Cool? Cool. That's cool with you, though. That's cool. Let me pull it up, bro. Let me pull it up. Because it's actually in Acts chapter... Acts chapter 1, verse 13. Dang, bro. That might be springing. It says, in Acts chapter 1, verse 14, it says, context, though. This is at the beginning of Acts. They were trying to find out an apostle to replace Judas. An apostle to fill in uh, the gap, essentially. And so this is actually a pretty big deal, though, because they know that they're being tasked to go out into the earth and relay the information of what they saw, their testimony, the gospel. They're going out to the world and trusted by Jesus to tell others what's going on. So in this, it says in verse 14, no, 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 I'll start with 13 too. It says when they had entered the city, they went upstairs to the upper room where they were staying indefinitely. That is Peter, John, and his brother James, and Andrew, Philip, and Thomas, Bartholomew, and Matthew, James, the son of Alphaeus, and Simon the Zealot, and Judas, or Thaddeus. And then it says in 14, all these with one mind and one purpose were continually devoting themselves to prayer, waiting together, along with the woman and the Mary, uh, and Mary the mother of Jesus, and his brothers. So, skipping down to 24, they, 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 they come down together, and I'm pretty sure, let's see, let's see, let's see. Peter comes up and says to them, brothers and sisters, it is necessary that the scripture be fulfilled, which the Holy Spirit foretold. Why does Bruno got to act up only when I record, bro? Only when I record, you want to start acting up, bro? Just I know you're doing your job, bro. I know you're doing your job, but you got to cut it out, bro, because you loud, bro. Whoever is at the door, put in that keypad, please. Thank you. <laughs> but but Peter stood up and brought to them like, you know, he was talking about Judas and skipping down all the way to 24. It says. 23 and they put forth two men, Joseph, the one called Barsabbas and Matthias immediately. It doesn't say immediately in there, but there's no other context in it. It says they prayed and said, you, Lord, know all the you, Lord, know all hearts. Their thoughts, motives, and desires. Show us which one of these two you have chosen to occupy, occupy this ministry and ap apostleship, which Judas left to go to his own place. And they cast lots for him, and they fell to Matthias, and he was added to the 11 apostles. Immediately when faced with a tough decision, what did they do? They prayed. They prayed. They got to God and said, you know what we don't. And we're going to trust that you are going to tell us 
what we ought to do because that is a very important decision. That decision was to, you know, add in one one more fulfillment for the 12 to go out into the world and preach the gospel. You can't just choose all willy nilly. And a lot of us go. And they and it looks so good before our eyes. And we just make harsh decisions because it looks beautiful. And it looks very good. And we may be in the midst of a storm. And next thing you know, you see something and you think it's good and we should have it. And I'm going to take this offer. You better not make not nan one decision. That big without taking it up to pops. Let me get a little closer. Don't make nan one decision. That is big or small. Stop making your decisions alone. Take it up with God. All right. I'm not saying you got to be a robot. I'm saying, bro, if you're making some big decisions and you, you you're, you're thinking like you have a choice to make, put the choice before God. Let him choose. But I say all that to say. I went in that closet and I was like, Lord, I don't know if I'm supposed to go up to these people home after being gone for a year. They do not know anything about me. And I'm finna go up here and now just be like, you know, I'm sorry. But then he reminded me. I still have the mother's number. And to give slight context, cause I don't want to give too much context. And like, you know, name dropping one and like telling everything. But. One of the more main reasons that I went over there to apologize when I had done all this stuff, the mother of the daughter that I was pursuing for a friends with benefits relationship she was so loving accepting kind she was so amazing to me as a as a stranger she had never met before she was so inviting and loving warm she was giving and she she was she was amazing to me and for me to go into her home and not only disrespect her, but disrespect her daughter and take her hospitality and spit on it and throw it to the side, take what I wanted and leave. Oh, that that drove a stake through my heart, remembering that as well. And so, yes, while I wanted to go and apologize to the per, the, the the young girl herself, I was like, I owe an apology to the woman who let me into her house to get to know all of her children, bring myself and invite myself over, not invite myself over like that, but bring myself to their house, their home, their place of residence. They treat me with hospitality and I spit on it. I did. I deserve to give her an apology. So that's why I'm like, I have the mother's, uh, phone number and to me at that moment I was like I want to apologize to her right now more than anybody else so I sent the text da 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 and then we set up something for the next day and when I tell you that day I woke up the enemy was coming after my neck bruh I'm talking about every little thing this man said 
you finna go over there, you gonna get shot. You ain't never gonna go home again. So you're gonna be unforgiven. You you'll go over there and then you'll get attacked. The whole family's gonna you know lash out you. You gotta park around the corner so you can make a quick escape. And I'm sitting over here like, bro, you keep on dropping all this, bro. I, I'm talking about like I don't gotta park my car. He said park the car around the corner just in case you gotta run. He said make sure you leave your uh, location now so people know where you are just in case you go missing. I'm talking about bro had it lined up ready to go. For me to be scared about anything that could happen. And then, I'm not going to lie. My anticipation, when I get anticipated for something, my heart rate goes skyrocketing, bro. Like, I, 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 it skyrockets. And so, it was doing that for a few hours. So, 12 finally rolls around. I'm kind of, like, chilling out. Uh, because there was actually another reason why. Because I also had to tell my parents this. Um, not like I, because, again... He was trying to get me to also bottle it down and hide it and not tell anybody. But I don't I don't lie to my parents no more. I don't lie to my parents no more. Um, I did all the lying I really wanted to do back in that nine months of debauchery. My uh, my 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 slut arc. Sorry if your child's around cover your ear bones. But uh, I did all the lying to them in that phase. I don't want to lie to them anymore. I don't have a desire to lie to them anymore. And uh. In Proverbs, it talks about a uh, a foolish son brings grief to the mother, but a wise son makes his father happy. I'm pretty sure it's something close to that. And I kind of want to pull it up. Pull it up. I'm pulling up the receipts. I'm pulling up the receipts. Da 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 da. I know it'd be going dead silent whenever I do this, so I'm going to kind of talk while I'm looking to. Because uh, the noise canceling on this thing, pretty good. But then again, I'm still going to upgrade this mic whenever we need to. So, let me let me find this, bro. Oh, man, I don't know where it's at. Ah oh, man. I have no idea where this is at, bro. Mm. There we go. Hold on. I might have found it. Ah oh, man. Please. No. Oh my gosh, bro! It, it, it's ah, ooh, 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 ooh. Anyways, I'm pretty sure you get the gist. Um, I wish I could find it, but it was talking about um. Let me go on and continue because I want to look at this right now. It was talking about like uh the fact that a wise son makes his father happy, um, but a foolish son brings grief to the mother, and obviously that also makes the father disappointed as well. Anywho, 
So I'm done lying to my parents and I don't I don't feel the need to. So I told them about what was going on. I told them because my dad had warned me back in that time. He's like, you better chill out, bro. You better stop going over there, bro. You do something you regret. You're going to get locked up. And I was like, yeah, you're right. But at that time, I did not care. And the stark contrast, I'll admit, Lord, um, the stark contrast for me being able to talk about this now, I will admit, bro, I'm not sitting over here talking about it comfortably. Like I'm like, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm happy with it. But I've learned to forgive myself for any and everything I did. A lot of the stuff sometimes when I think about it, it still has like a little gut wrench in my stomach. I'm kind of like, oh, that hurts. You know what I'm saying? Roll them shoulders back, dust it off, keep going. Because there is no reason for you to be stuck on the past. There is no reason for you to have your past latched onto you as a reason why you can't move forward now. So, ooh, that was a bar. Thank you, Holy Spirit. So, anyways, I let my dad know he don't be freaking out no more. Because whenever I tell I told him a lot of stuff, bro. One time, I almost sent a... I almost got blackmailed for a, a new picture of myself, but we're not going to talk about that yet, bro. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, bro. And I ran downstairs and told him, oh, man, what a great bonding moment between me and my mother and my father and the bar. Uh, no, I'm not going to say that close. The police department. So, yeah, that was a good day. Anyways, I mean, I actually do got a few stories I want to get on here and tell, but continuing on because it's been like 20 minutes. So. I let my dad know. He's like, I, you know, if that's what you feel like you got to do. And I'm like, I know I got to do it. I have to do it because it's weighing on my spirit. And I have to go and do it. So I'm driving over there. AC don't want to work today. So I'm my back sweating. I'm hot. And keep in mind, bro, the power went out uh, over a lot of different places. And I know that don't got nothing to do with my AC in my car. But it's just like, dude, when the power went out. It just happened to be like 100 degrees every single day for a week and a half straight. So the moment I step outside, bro, heat wave hit me right across the back of my neck, bro. I'm sitting over here. Uh, I'm walking to the car. Like, bro, it is so bad. It is so bad. Like, I'm getting scorched. So I pull up. I walk outside. I knock on the door. First person to open it is um the girl's younger sister, I'm pretty sure. And then... The younger girl herself comes out and is like, what the are you doing here? And then the mom comes downstairs and she's like, you need to come talk to me alone. Or I was just like, yeah, you can talk outside alone. So I end up explaining to her everything. And to make a long story shorter, because I've been going on about it for a little while, she ends up crying and letting me know, like, it's okay. You know, like, I mean, like, we we do she she ends up crying more specifically because she noticed immediately she says she noticed immediately whenever i first approached the daughter in front of her actually i had like a bold i was i was bold back in the day boy let me tell you i was bold and approached her and then i was just like you know i think you're beautiful da, 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 without me knowing nothing else and so she said you know just when you come around i i'd see like this kid is going to be something. And when you left, I, I believe she said she was disappointed or I was a bit let down, disappointed. And she was like, I saw it in you. And now that you're here at the front door, 
God never let me down with you. And I was like, dang. Dang. And it never ceases to amaze me how God works. Because even then, he already knew who I was going to become. And maybe gave her the drop right then and there. Like, look, I want to let you know ahead of time that that boy is going to be something special. And it 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 was really touching. That conversation, there was no contempt. There was no hatred in her voice. If anything, she was ecstatic. She was ecstatic. I talked to her about the podcast. I'm working with the church. No longer an electrician thing. I let her know the whole story. And we just had a conversation for like 15 minutes outside. Then I went in and talked with everybody else and then left after like a few hours of chilling out. Not chilling out, but after talking with everybody and explaining why I dipped and owning up to my mistakes, bro. Um, And I do want to drop this. For those who are seeking forgiveness from others for what they did, be ready to take some dirt back. You were the one that hurt them. And do not let your pride and your ego from who you are now try to surface up and be like, but that ain't who I am now, so you better chill out with all that. No. You're going back. And asking somebody you hurt to put that aside and focus on who I am now. There is probably going to be some hurt behind that. And they may even say no. They may even just say yes. After they express how you made them feel. And you got to be ready to take some of that brunt. You got to be ready to take some of that brunt. And it was tough to hear some of the things that I had done from her from a while and how she perceived them to be. And... The reason why it hurt was because it's like, dang, I am not who I am now. And you're giving me like like it was already kind of like a soft spot. And you're like, like, you know, letting it know, like, dang, like, ah, this hurt, bro. But I'm not going to say everything's like peachy keen, but it's just like. It's OK. That is the best way. I can, and with that tone specifically. It's okay. We're okay. And man, that was one of one of it was an unforgetful experience in my life. Um dang, I got like a kernel in my tooth, dude. But um it was an unforgivable unforgivable, I mean unforgetful experience that I had. And I encourage those who are seeking forgiveness for others to listen to that last podcast. And hopefully uh, I didn't ramble for 30 minutes. Please don't be 30 minutes. It was 26 minutes. It was nice. It was nice. Wasn't concise, but, you know, it had some nuggets in there for you. And yeah, man, that that is the experience. Um, I I'm very glad that I, I went through that. I'm very glad that I experienced that because. In doing all that, I appreciate God even more because we take for granted the fact that the things that we do are forgiven by the creator of all things. We take for granted that we're forgiven by him because if you didn't already know, sin transgresses him alone. It destroys us. He knows that. 
That's why he came and sent Jesus for us. He knows that sin destroys us. And we don't care that sin is completely against him. But we take for granted how good he is knowing that his creation is being destroyed by something they had no business being in and sent himself down in the form of a man to come and die on the cross and be resurrected three days later. But in dying, he took on the sins of all of us and took on the payment for all of us and took on all that and gives us forgiveness. And when we accept him, another thing that we tend to forget is that we're now a new creation in Christ Jesus. Only, only through him. Only through him. If he didn't express it enough, there's no way to the father but through him. There is no other way. So. I it like experiencing all of that just really like took it. I, I took it in like I want people to start being more intentional with the way that they think about the word of God. And that. The little things are the things that you need to be paying attention to, because. Like I just learned. Like, I heard it explained exactly what I already knew, but it was explained better that the Bible isn't joking or saying words lightly, because when the Bible says all, it means all. When the Bible says one, it means one. The Bible is dead serious, bro. So if it says all sins are forgiven. The deepest, darkest thoughts of where your mind could go to with the repentant heart are forgiven. Emphasis on the repentant heart, because if I kill 77 people and then I'm you know, about to get electrocuted on that chair and then right beforehand, I'd be like, Father, forgive me. Like, bro. Nope. You ain't. You. Hello. Hello. You know what? I don't care. I knew it wasn't recording. I figured it wasn't. Uh-huh. I should have double-checked. I should have double-checked, bro. <laughs> it's going to be an audio-only podcast, bozo. I don't care. I ain't scrapping this. I'm not scrapping it, bro. I should have recorded, bro. I should have double-checked. Oh, my gosh, bro. Should have just double-checked, bro. Well, that's fine anyways, bro. I'm posting on YouTube as a uh, audio only. But anyways. Man, what was I even saying, bro? Because that, that took me all the way off guard, bro. It's okay, bro. I don't think it's that big of a deal. Um, It's kind of annoying, but eh. Eh. What if I had a like, video like halfway through? I don't think it really... I, I just overcomplicated things like that. Anywho, anywho, continuing on with that uh, statement, I, I realized that when we when we when we read the Bible, we had to take it more intentional. Thank you, thank you, Holy Spirit, for bringing me back. We gotta be more more. We have to be ready to learn. We have to be ready to really 
give it all to Christ. You know, I'm going to start this thing. Hold on. Ugh, I'm going to go ahead and pop up in this record button. Hold on. Because it's. Hold on, bro. Hey, you know, things happen in the recording process, man. This is a real raw one. <laughs> this is a real raw one. I try to make it as smooth as a production as possible. Turns out I never hit the record button, bro. I just set up the, the phone on the tripod, bro. Woo! But uh, what I'm saying is we have to be much more intentional. We have to be much more intentional when we read the word. Like, when we read, look for the small things. Look for a deeper meaning. And I don't mean, like, spend 30 minutes on looking at the word at and then be, like, surprised that you didn't get a revelation because you're just looking at, like, two words. Or, you know what I'm saying? But, like, pay attention to the Bible. Like, really pay attention to it. And I can bring up Proverbs 4, I believe. Yeah, no, no, I don't even need to grab it. I don't even need to grab it. It's Proverbs chapter 4, verse 1, and Proverbs 4, chapter, uh, Proverbs 4, verse 20, where it is talking about, the willing the, the 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 part where you really get the wisdom at is when you are willing to learn and when you shut this and open these i said i wasn't going to grab it i'm grabbing it anyways been up in proverbs boy come on it says, hear, O children, the instruction of a father and pay attention and be willing to learn so that you may gain understanding and intelligent discernment. Discernment. I'm reading from the AMP for both myself because the AMP gives in brackets the deeper thoughts that I'm talking about. And so because if we were to go up, read Proverbs chapter three, verse um, thirty five. 3 verse 34, my fault. And then, like, you'll see it in parentheses or, like, these brackets. It says, though he scoffs at the scoffers and scorns at the scorners, yet he gives his grace. And then in those brackets, it emphasizes even deeper his undeserved favor for the explanation of his grace to the humble. And then, again, it says those who give up self-importance. And it and it and it's very helpful in terms of, like, that deeper understanding that I'm literally talking about. Because it provides a little more deeper insight. And when those deeper insights get connected to one another, you get the bigger picture. And when those bigger pictures come, even, you know, revelations and revelations. But also in verse 20 of chapter 4, it says, My son, pay attention to my words and be willing to learn. Pay attention to my words and. And means also. Or in conjunction. This is what I was just talking about yesterday in my Bible study with the Lord. Is that there is a difference between or and 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 means together or means separate with a choice when it comes down to the word my son pay attention to my words and be willing to learn you can pay attention to words for the sole purpose to repeat those words back to the person that's just talking to you and you never write it in your heart because you're not willing to learn. The reason it says pay attention to my words and be willing to learn is because without that mentality, without that heart posture to be ready to accept wisdom, 
you will not learn anything. You will learn maybe a little bit. You might learn a little tidbit, but you ain't going to learn as much if you sit down, shut the lips, and what does the next verse say? Open your ears. It don't even. It's not even the next verse. It's the same verse. It's just the next line. It says, my son, pay attention to my words and be willing to learn. Open your ears to my saying. Open your ears. And we also know that the Bible says, be slow to speak. I mean, quick to listen, be slow to speak, if I'm not mistaken. Please correct me if I'm wrong. Shut your lips, open the ears, and be willing to learn. Have a heart posture to learn. Shut the lips, open ears. All right? Because we also know that the tongue holds crazy amounts of power in what you say. And also, God is a reader of the heart. So the heart posture we have in all things that we do are extremely important. That's why I honestly believe in a very important prayer is asking God to reveal to us the things that are on our heart and show me where it is that you want me to change and and, and, and be more uh, be more like you. And one of the things I was just telling somebody else um, – Jumping to another thing was that when you feed the spirit, it kills off the flesh. And we know, let me pull up the things of the flesh if I can find it. It might be in Galatians. Might be in Galatians. There we go. There we go. There we go. It was. Now, the practices of the sinful nature are clearly evident. Sinful nature is in the flesh. We know that. Please, um, oh, we can go up to uh, 5 verse 17 right there. For the sinful nature has its desire, which is opposed to the spirit, and the desire of the spirit opposes the sinful nature. For these two, for these two, the sinful nature and the spirit are in direct opposition to each other, continually in conflict so that you as believers do not always do whatever good things you want to do. But if you are guided and led by the spirit, you are not subject to the law. Now, the practices of the sinful nature are clearly evident. They are sexual immorality, impurity, sensual sensuality, total irresponsibility and lack of self-control, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, Strife, jealousy, fits of anger, disputes, dissensions, factions that promote heresies, envy, drunkenness, riotous behavior, and other things like these. I warn you beforehand, just as I did previously, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. And I just want to reiterate for those who are newer, the word practice, like I was just saying earlier, that the words in the Bible are specific. The I'll get there in a second. But the words that are spoken in the Bible are specific. So when it says practices, know if you do them, it does not mean that you're going to hell. If you practice them, it even said earlier in 16, walk habitually in the Holy Spirit. If you can walk habitually in the Holy Spirit, you can walk habitually in the flesh or in the sinful nature, as it's said in this version. And in these verses. So when it says practices, when it is a habit, you are practicing those things. So don't be alarmed by, oh, but I, I did it here and I did it there. You know, I, I, I screwed up here. I accidentally 
I, I lost my temper and I cussed somebody out. That doesn't mean if you die tonight, you go into hell, bro. Because you felt there's remorse in there. We can pull up First John chapter 3, um, where I believe it talks about, um, I believe it's First John chapter 3, verse 8 through 12. That's it. First John chapter 3, verse 8 through 12. That that describes what the heart posture uh, or the, the difference between one who loves and follows God and has a seed of God in them versus one who is a, a participant of the kingdom of darkness. But what was I saying? Don't. Yeah, I was saying don't be alarmed by those who, you know, read that and be like, oh, but but I said, does that mean I'm not going to inherit the king? You're not practicing it. At least I hope you're not practicing it. So. Yeah, <laughs> but what was I even talking about with this one? Dang, I don't lost my train of thought. Holy Spirit, where was we at? Um, I'm going back to Proverbs. Maybe that might refresh my mind. May I tell you these, 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 these podcasts without direction be so filled with information. I'm saying filled with information. We're talking about wisdom. We were talking about wisdom. We're talking about. Okay, so we're talking about. Being quiet, your heart posture, your heart posture, um, and the way you hear. I said, shut the mouth. We know the tongue is powerful. And then I went on to talk about the fact that God is a reader of the heart. And that with God reading your heart and knowing your intentions, it's very important. Dang, I forgot. I forgot what I was saying. Holy Spirit, please bring it back to my remembrance. Ah, oh, man, bro. I do not remember where I was at. Dang. How did I get to Galatians and talking about sinful practices? I know it probably had a correlation from your heart posture. Your heart posture in doing something. Was it your heart posture in listening? I have no idea. Ooh, but I, I just look. Hopefully that was a, that was that was a tidbit for somebody. Man, that upsets me that I didn't complete this thought. Maybe I did. Maybe I did. Maybe I did. But uh, if I were to think about what I was talking about, maybe with the heart posture. Um, God is reading their hearts. And I said, to know that the tongue is powerful. I have no idea. I have not a clue. So anyways, the key for gaining wisdom. <laughs> I'm going to just keep on going, bro. Uh, the key for gaining wisdom is being able to listen. The key for gaining understanding is in your ability to be quiet and listen. That 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 is where that is where gaining wisdom is. That that that's where the ability to gain wisdom lies in. But yeah, I have no idea why I went to Galatians for um the topic of sin nature. Ooh, I have no idea. I have not a clue. And I know y'all listening might know right now because y'all can actually rewind. My brain doesn't have a rewind button. Uh, We're going to continue on. So there was one thing I also wanted to talk about, though. 
um, I was talking with someone and I know I mentioned, uh, I was saying that, oh, when you walk in the spirit, it kills the flesh. Heart posture. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Okay, so with the heart posture that is controlled by the flesh, a heart posture that is influenced by fleshly things, when you fill your, your, your spirit up, it kills off the flesh. That was the correlation. When you fill up the spirit, it kills off the things of the flesh. And we went to Galatians 5 to list off the things of the flesh. So when I said God is a reader of the hearts and knows your heart posture, I don't even know how I was correlating into that, but to 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 yes, to make sure your heart posture is right. Thank you, Holy Spirit. To make sure your heart posture is right, feeding your spirit the things of the spirit or filling your spirit up with the word and making no room and no space for the things of the flesh to grow back. Like it said in that scripture in Galatians, I think it was six uh, seventeen. They're at constant opposition. And since they're at constant opposition, you, you give one more strength, it gets more more overpowering than the other. And if you give another the strength, it gives another the, the ability to overpower. So if you feed your spirit, it overwhelms the things of the flesh and correcting your heart and the things that you're doing. And whenever you give the flesh more, it corrodes the spirit. And that's where we you know fall back into sin and practice things habitually on that list or this list right here of verses 19 and 20 of Galatians chapter 5. So that was the complete thought of the fact. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was like 90% of it. 99, my, my, my buddy, 99. But anywho, man, I'm not going to lie. This is a very, very... Man, let me tell you, this is an, infer- this is an informative podcast. This is an informative podcast telling all y'all about information of the, the, the word of God. But I want to really do. I want to go back and capitalize on the on the topic of. Please read the word of God and and pay pay attention, pay attention to what it's saying. Listen to what it's saying. I guarantee you when you start looking at stuff more in depth. OK, thank you for bringing that to my uh remembrance holy spirit let's let's pull up some scripture let's pull up some scripture it might actually be nope here it is so in in proverbs chapter 2 it says in verses three, three through six, it says, yes, if you cry out for insight and lift up your voice for understanding, if you seek skillful and godly wisdom as you would silver and search her or, or search English and search for her as you would hidden treasures, then Or are we just talking about the fact that those words are literal? Then. Then. Meaning. Doing all those things as described before. Comma. Then. Leads you to what? You will understand the reverent. 
fear of the Lord, that is worshiping him and regarding him as truly awesome, and discover the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives skillful and godly wisdom from his mouth. Oh, for the Lord gives, bro, for the Lord gives skillful and godly wisdom from his mouth come knowledge and understanding. He stores away sound wisdom for the righteous, those who are in right standing with him. I could talk about that, but to go back to that point, it says if you cry out for insight, if you crying out, this is this is what I mean by this is an example I want to talk about in reading the Bible more intentionally, how to read the Bible. What what is so important that you have to cry out for something? If you crying out for something, that means it is of a desperate want or need of something. If I'm crying out for help, I'm not crying out for help just because, you know, help. Like, no, I don't just do that, bro. It's in the desperate want or need of something. So if you cry out for godly wisdom and lift up your voice for understanding, to lift up your voice means you're 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 accentuating yourself like you were crying out. You need to earnestly seek it. Look for it. Cry out for it. Ask for it. And it says, if you seek skillful and godly wisdom as you would silver, think about the California gold rush. You had all the people in the doggone country going from the East Coast all the way to the West Coast and starting up whole businesses looking for gold. I know it says silver here, but in, and I'm pretty sure in like three or four, it talks about if you seek her as silver and gold it doesn't say if you seek her as silver and gold but it says if you seek her as choice silver and look for her as gold she'll be a garment i believe it the next verse was like she'll be a garment to your head but looking at this if you seek skillful and godly wisdom as you would silver and at that time silver is extremely valuable you're gonna have everyone looking for silver everyone will be looking for silver if you knew where it was at, if you seek for wisdom as you would seek for silver and then even more in depth, it says, and search for her as you would hidden treasures. Search for wisdom as you would for a hidden treasure. The best thing I can think about sometimes is the Uncharted series. Indiana Jones, One Piece and Pirates of the Caribbean. Boy, you going to go through hell and back sometimes looking for hidden treasures. Now, with this one, it doesn't mean you're going to have to, you know, painfully and toil like like you have to painfully look for this. Because it's all right here, but it does take effort to gain wisdom. It does take effort to gain wisdom. It's you got to want it, bro. That's the that's what it's you got to want it. You got to feel the need to have it, bro. You have to desire it. And in seeking the wisdom of God, I know in the A&P it says skillful and godly wisdom. I don't even know where I was going with that, but <laughs> if I'm going to be honest, I had a thought, but it just drifted off into the clouds. But the whole point is, bro, you got to want this, bro. You have to desire this wisdom. And I could go on and on and on because we were talking like literally in verse seven, I believe this is five. 
then you will understand the reverent fear of the Lord that is worshiping him and regarding him as truly awesome and discover the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives skillful and godly wisdom from his mouth come knowledge and understanding. I drew this conclusion, too, because I really want to talk about it a while ago, but I had to piece the puzzle pieces together. And that's why it says that from God's mouth come wisdom and understanding. And also right before it, it says. Seek wisdom, cry out for wisdom, cry out for discernment, seek wisdom as for hidden treasures. And if wisdom comes from the mouth of God, would you not be then searching for God? Search for the things of God, search for the wisdom of God, because from from the mouth of the Lord comes wisdom from knowledge and understanding. And he stores away sound wisdom for the righteous, those who are in right standing with him. Now, 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 I don't want to hold it too long. I don't want to hold it too long. It's already been an hour and I didn't even feel like it. It's already been an hour. I didn't even feel like it. I could talk about the fear of the Lord for a long time. That's a whole nother podcast because there was something I look. There are plenty of times and instances in where I can say that hearing God is hard and hearing God is very, very easy. I'm not going to say very, very easy consistently. I'm saying. Sometimes hearing God is hard, but there are some instances in where, you know, it's God, bro. I was. I was listening to the podcast with Tim Ross and John Bevere. I did not know who he was before. And when Tim looked at the camera dead, dead pan and said, If you space the color, it is not a concession that I tell you to get this book. It's a necessity. When I tell you, I was like, bro, I have no intentions of buying this book. I am not finna buy this book. I don't want to buy. I don't know. He's like, if you call yourself a dweller and you do not get this book, you ain't even a dweller. I was like, Ooh, how good is this book? Um, and for those watching the audio podcast, I, know I, I, don't, I don't got the cover on it, but, uh, I bought the book. I bought the book. I'm not even 10 chapters in. This book already changed my life and my walk with Christ. Learning the fear of the Lord is truly the beginning of wisdom. Proverbs chapter 1 verse 7. I think. It's in Proverbs chapter 1. And again, in, I believe it's, it's all throughout Proverbs. Bro, the fear of the Lord is truly the beginning of wisdom. And it is going to be the strength in your walk with Christ. It is going to change your whole foundation Buy the book. And if you don't want to buy the book, watch the sermons taught by John Bevere on YouTube. Learning truly what the awe, the fear, the not only is not just reverent fear. It is not just reverent fear for those who think that the fear of the Lord is just reverent fear. Like, oh, revere God because he's so powerful. Oh. Be scared of God because you're so powerful. You could not be more blinded. You're 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 very you're very blinded to the rest of the 95 percent of what the fear of the Lord actually is. 
And it took me a while to realize it because this book, I, I'm talking about the Bible, actually. The Bible, the A&P that I have, it would always describe the fear of the Lord. It, it'll say right before the fear, it'll say the, and then right before fear, it says reverent. So it'll say the reverent fear of the Lord, and then it'll go on to describe it. Let me, I'm reading receipts for you today because I don't want to, I don't want to have y'all without it, bro. Let me pull it up literally right here in seven. Okay. So it was, it says the, and then reverent for those list looking right there on seven, it'll put the, and then put reverent right after that. I don't know if you can see it. Hopefully you can. If you can't Google it. Uh, Bible Gateway going to be your best friend right there. It says the and then brackets reverent. And then it goes on to say fear of the Lord. And then in brackets again, that is worshiping him and regarding him as truly awesome. Is the beginning and the preeminent part of knowledge. It's starting point and it's essence. It's essence. But arrogance fools despise skillful and godly wisdom and instruction and self-discipline. I just wanted to throw that in there because, you know, that's also very crucial information. But in verse 7, when it talks about the awe of God, ooh, I don't even want to do this right now, bro. I I, I really want to just, I really want to learn much more about this. But I will leave you with this. The fear of the Lord, the reverent fear of the Lord is the the, the 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 hardest part for me understanding what the fear of the Lord actually meant is well if it's not the fear of the Lord the just the reverent fear of the Lord why is it called the fear of the Lord but then I had to reread it a few times in this book it's not the fear of the Lord it is rather the reverent awe of God and in the I will, I will refer to it as the reverence of the Lord. It is to be awestruck by him. And in being awestruck by him. You realize his righteousness and his perfection and how just he is. And in that. You're horrified of being away from that being away from his presence. That is the fear of God. The fear of God is also to be obedient. The fear of God being is being obedient because you know that with disobedience, it is sin. And with sin, it separates your relationship with God. Therefore, going back to the first point I just said of you fear being separated from him and sin destroys our relationship with God. Allowing there to be a gap of sin between you and your relationship with God, it'll destroy your relationship with him. So you'll be obedient in fearing the Lord. Are you getting it? You probably might not be. If not, spend the time to get this understanding. Because another thing is, when you fear the Lord, you will hate the things that he hates. You will want to hate the things that he hates. And you will love whom he loves. Notice how I said, hate what he hates and love 
whom he loves. He loves everybody, but he hates some things. I don't want to be all mysterious and be like, oh, well, now you got to go search it up. Go search it up. Nope. He loves everyone. Every last person that ever set foot on this planet, he loves. Unconditionally and never ending. And love is so vast and broad. I got something cooking for y'all. So those who are still listening, um, if you're on Spotify or anything or da-da-da-da-da, Go to the YouTube. The link is in the description. Even if you're listening on Spotify, go to the YouTube and type I'm ready because I'm about to drop something on y'all sooner, later than sooner, probably on what I've learned and what the answer to what love actually is. Be on the lookout for that, even though it's going to take a little while because I got to curate it and then develop it and then edit it and then voice it over. But anyways, it's a, it's a little project. You know what I'm saying? 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 Anyways, um, but hate what he hates. It should be obvious. He doesn't hate anyone. He hates sin. And as we were just talking about it earlier, bro, with sin, it is a transgression against him. Sin. Itself is a transgression against sin. Now I'm finna think about uh, was it Romans chapter uh, seven or eight, in which Paul's talking about it is no longer I who is who, who who is doing the sin, but it is the sin nature in me that does the sin, because I'm made conscious of oh oh, but. It is the transgression of it is a transgression against God specifically. When it comes down to what sin does to us, he hates that. He hates that it destroys us and destroys us being in relationship with him. God hates sin. And for a loving God who hates sin. Sin must be bad then if he hates sin. God has a never ending hate for sin. In all aspects that sin is, he hates it, but he doesn't hate us. He hates what sin does to us. He ha- he hates what sin does between us and him. So when we hate what he hates and we pick up on when we start to sin and you start to tell yourself, Hate what he hates. Hate what he hates. Hate what he hates. Hate hate, hate, hate what he hates. You'll start to realize, bro, I'm not trying to sever this relationship with me and God. I'm not trying to allow some room between us together for sin. it's It's a mentality and it's a change of heart because when you start realizing, I've been making so much sufficient room for sin and the enemy to like take little places of my life, which therefore causes me to sin like pornography. You go to the gym, you looking at all the cake there is, bro. You looking at all the cake in the bakery. You don't want to buy nothing. You just looking. You're lusting crazy. You don't even really think of it because you take them little quick glances. But like over time, you feeding your flesh. What were we talking about earlier about feeding your flesh?
good Lord Almighty. And to think I came on here with absolutely no idea what to talk about and the Holy Spirit be pulling through. Anyways. Ooh, we. Ooh, Lord, please. Ooh, Lord, please. Please. Ooh, let me let me finish this top. When you go into the gym, you looking at all the cake in the bakery. You ain't even trying to buy nothing. And you allow all that sin to keep on getting into your mind. You start realizing now, when you start realizing I hate what he hates. I started to notice that every time I look at that. I'm like. Those women are absolutely beautiful. And they're attractive. And that's God's creation. Like I could. I used to say that a lot. And still look at them and want to. Lust at him, bro. Because I had made room for lust to be in my heart. I made room for lust to be there. But when you start excluding that and being like, I hate what I hate what he hates. I hate looking at his creation with lust. Oh, wait. I hate looking at his creation with lust. I hate looking at his creation with lust. And then we can draw it all the way back to one example. That we were just talking about earlier. I went over to that lady's house. Had her hospitality. And I spat on it. God makes this beautiful creature. Who we both can agree on is beautiful. But then that perverted look. Turns to lust. And we what do we already know in Matthew. I believe it was either chapter 6 or chapter 7. Might be even 8. I don't even know. But if you even look at a woman with lust in your heart, you've committed adultery. You've taken the thing that he created as beautiful. You took the thing that he created as beautiful and you're looking at it and you're defiling it. You're defiling it. You're spitting on it, stomping on it, stepping on it. You, he sees the intents of the heart. So we probably can't even, we don't even conceive sin like he conceives sin because he knows it in its full essence. That's why he hates it so much. My tinnitus is kicking up right now, bro. My ear ringing like crazy. Ooh, I got to get up off of here, bro. I got to be at work at 530, bro. Ooh, but look, let me say, let me say this, bro. When you start, I, I'm going to be honest. When I start going to the gym again recently for the first time in a month, it was a little easier to be back in there because before I would look at it and I didn't even want to go to the gym to work on me. Now I'm going to the gym to work on me because after taking a month off, I started noticing some changes. I got to take care of my body. My body's a temple of the Holy Spirit. And a lot of the times people will look at it and be like, oh, my body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. Just means I can't beat my meat and have sex. Well, there are other ways you can defile your body, broski. I'm going to be honest with you. There are, there are plenty of other ways you can defile your body other than just masturbating. I, he could be living in a nasty, greasy, unkept, unwashed body. All right? Clean your fingernails. I would hold mine up to the camera, but I've been scratching my scalp, so I don't even know. But look, clean your fingernails, bro. <laughs> Please do that, bro. I'm not gonna lie, bro. Cause some some people don't some people don't clean their fingernails, bro. Be looking like you just clawed up some dirt from the ground, broski. I'ma stop doing all that. But when you start looking at them as who they are, even if they aren't children of God, they're still God's creation. Because there's a difference. Everybody's God's creation, but not everybody's a child of God. Not everybody's a child of God. 
even further down the line, we could say not everybody's a sheep of the same pasture. Nobody's not everybody's a sheep that's willing to follow the shepherd. But the shepherd bred all them sheep. Now, look, I know nothing about farming, but I'm going to just say it like this analogy for those who still don't know. But look, if the shepherd is taken care of and and allow and helping those sheep be bred and then the sheep just keep on running off, running off, running off, running off. That ain't your shepherd. You are on your own. And you're left to the wilderness. And then that roaring lion, first uh, uh, Peter five, eight. Coming up and devouring you. Coming up and eating you. Not everybody's a child of God. Everybody's God's creation. So that's where the difference was because I would look at him. Oh, well, they're not a child of God. So I'm looking at him. It's like, it doesn't mean that he didn't create him, bro. What are you talking about? What are you, what are you going on about, bro? So yeah, man, I think it's been like one hour and 20 minutes. I don't have a time limit, but I do actually today. Cause I got to go to work, but man, look, when you start saying to yourself, Hey, what he hates, love what he loves. He loves that woman. He doesn't lust after that woman. He loves that girl. So much that he died on the cross for her. He created her. All of them curves you looking at. He created her. Not only you say that with lustful intent, I say it with like, look, all of those curves he made. And they're beautiful. She's beautiful, but not every she is for you. And you looking at her in a way in which you're defiling her because it's like, dog, that ain't your girl. That's not the one whom he has for you. And I do want to kind of say, bro, look, God may already know who your covenant spouse is, although you can still reject that idea, even though it's disobedience and it'll probably destroy your spirit up. You know, it'll probably destroy you mentally because knowing that you, you know, decided not to do that because of disobedient act. I mean, you look, look, everybody's got this idea that, oh, the one is going to come for me. You know, the one is there. She's destined to be me. And in that you settle. We always want to say never settle until it becomes down to are you doing any changing? Are you being like, are you going to be the son that's listening to King Solomon talk to you and take heed to all those things that he's saying in Proverbs chapter one? I meant in Proverbs, period. I was going to say Proverbs chapter one through 30. Are you going to take heed to all that and apply it to your life? Are you going to seek after God? Are you going to be content with without ever being with a woman? OK, this podcast is going to go on for two hours if I keep going. But I'll just say, look, by the awe of God, seek after wisdom like you seek after treasure. Read the Bible with intense, with with serious intent of like paying attention. Read the Bible with intent to stay focused. I mean, read the Bible, read the Bible and be focused in what you're reading. Lock in on them details. Take your time, bro. And as as I'll say, I said it once, I'll say it again. You can read one chapter of the day 
and get more knowledge than somebody who reads four chapters a day because they're just trying to read four chapters a day. It is your intention behind it that counts. It is your heart behind it that he sees. All right. The things that you do in secret, your father see the things that you do in secret, your father will reward you outwardly. Publicly. Well, not like, you know, homeless guy, we're going to give him five hundred dollars because he's homeless. Homeless guy, homeless guy, buy him a house. Good deeds. You're going to end up looking like Pharisees, dude. You don't want the Pharisees, dude. No Pharisees activities. But yeah, man. Realize. And fear fear the Lord, man. Learn the fear of the Lord. That's why I'm saying, look, buy the book. Read Proverbs, bro. And not even just read Proverbs, because then you'll just like dumb it down like with the wisdom aspect all the way down to just reading Proverbs. No, bruh. I'm talking about the whole Bible and everything you do in life. It says skillful and godly wisdom. Let your skill be learning how to hush, open your ears, and have a heart posture to pay attention, to listen, to be willing to learn. Seek after wisdom, bro. When you really have a heart posture of wanting to learn the things of God, to have deeper understanding and connection with him, it takes you to different levels, bro. It does. It takes you to another level of thinking. But yeah, and also... What was it? And seeking forgiveness, be ready to take from force. And also, the start of the podcast was the continuation of the last podcast. So, listen to the uh, last podcast if you haven't already. But we finna wrap it up. I'm finna get something to eat. I'm finna go ahead and also, like, get clothed, ready for church. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening to the Word of Reason podcast where I present where you can find reason in your life. But it's only through the Word of God. Um... Man, I feel good. We got uh, potentially a special guest coming up. Two of them. Two of them coming up, maybe. I don't want to spoil who they are yet. I don't want to talk about it too much, just in case some, you know, guy has different plans. You know, says, cancel. I'm going to be like, I'm scared. I'm not like, I'm not good at being a mean person anymore. But thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, The links to all the uh, socials and where you can talk to me at. You can find me at the email, the Instagram, the TikTok, the YouTube, the Cash App, the whatever you want to do is all down there, bro. I love when you guys talk to me. There have been people who have been commenting on YouTube, reaching out to me on Instagram, talking to me on Facebook. Bro, people have been saying from all different corners and areas like how the podcast is helpful. And I want to say thank you guys. I love you. Every last one of you. After doing all that research on finding out what love means, I love you. I love you so much. Thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast and thank you for partially watching because I forgot to, you know, double check. See, my camera was freaking recording. Anywho, but uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. I will see you guys in the next one.